We'll start with the Bills and the Lions. The first game, as I was stuffing my face, a two-dinner Thanksgiving for yours truly. And yes, it was as good as it sounds. Shout out to the fam. Bills, 28. Lions, 25. I did not watch a lot of this game because I was uh, schmoozing with the family. Yeah, I think that went for most people. So all I know is the Lions are here to give you a tough game and lose by three, and that's exactly what happened. (laughs) I mean, you you summed it up great. Bills not firing on all cylinders. Von Miller goes down with an injury. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think the cold weather is going to benefit them later in the season. That might be what overtakes the Dolphins, but that's going to be a fun uh, race to watch. Yeah, Lions, if they could just win these close games. They're getting close. Cowboys 28, Giants 20. The backdoor cover. The game wasn't even that close, but let's move First on from that. close. <laughs> yeah, I actually sent Tazi a text. Hey, the Giants are playing oh, well. And the Cowboys went on a 14-0 run after I sent that text message. I felt like you tried to tank it for your Cowboys spread pick. I was like, yup. <laughs> yeah, you felt it. You knew it. And that's exactly what I did. Oh, so I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got look. I got my comeuppance for it. I even jumped on a money line, like at a plus eight hundred, and I thought it was looking good at the end of the first half. But uh, highest rated regular season game in terms of viewing, crazy uh, ever since nine, nine, uh, Giants Niners game in nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's the take. People are still watching a lot of TV out there. Well, and the Giants are important for the NFL, no doubt. Vikings thirty three, Patriots twenty six. The Vikings keep winning by the skin of their teeth. And, uh, you know, the Patriots aren't going to do anything great this year, but that's still a tough team. And as long as Bill Belichick is kind of steering the ship over there, this is kind of what they're going to be until they find a superstar quarterback. But shout out to the Vikings. They're 9-2. and two. You can't take that away from them. Yeah, I mean, Jefferson on that track. And even Kirk Cousins had a primetime win. How often does that happen? Never. And maybe that's a sign of new things for the Vikings. I don't trust that defense enough for them to go extremely far in the postseason, but the offense is certainly scary. I'm expecting a Giants loss. I believe they play week 15 or 16 there. The Vikings are one and done in the playoffs. You can write that down right now. Most likely. I mean, if they get the games at home, that's why it's important posturing as the season goes on. If they can find a way to get that number one seed, maybe that gives them a chance. They're scary at home. And they play again at home this weekend. I swear this team is always in Minnesota. Yeah. The Buccaneers. Jets, lose. I think they got. They do. What an interesting game. Mike White. Vikings minus three here. Jets might be a lock. Uh, 23-17. I know. Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock. Overs. We'll overs, see. maybe. Browns 23, Bucks 17. The Bucks. I thought that they had overcome their issues. I thought that they had turned things around, but the Bucks cannot be trusted. It's that simple. This is the same Bucks that I was... I was uh, bitching about weeks ago. Yeah, same old Bucks, but they're still going to win that division because are the Falcons really going to overcome it? Are the Saints who got shut out yesterday going to overcome it? The Panthers aren't going to overcome it, although Sam Darnold did look pretty good against he did. the he rudderless right. Broncos, but I still think by default they win. Tom in the postseason, still something you don't necessarily want to trifle with, but yeah, they still got to figure out a lot. It's ugly. Todd Bowles, Bruce Arians, it's like yeah, it feels like they're missing Bruce. And the Browns get Deshaun Watson back next week, so that'll oh, be interesting that? to watch. Week 12, or the this is week 13 that we're going to. Week 13 in the NFL is going to be very interesting. Hell of a catch by Njoku, too, by the way, in the big spot. 
Let's move to the Miami Dolphins, who took down the Houston Texans 30-15. to That game also not really that close. Tua was benched in the second half because uh, the Dolphins had taken care of business. Not a whole lot to say on this one other than that the Dolphins just... They continue to use these games that are like tune-up games. These tune-up. last couple against the Browns, against the Texans, you know, they're just putting up big numbers. They look great, and the real test comes this Sunday against the 49ers. Yeah, not learning anything about them in the tune-up games, but it's important to keep stacking wins because you're dealing with the Bills in a chase for that division. The end of the Davis Mills charade has ended with Kyle Allen getting the start. But, man, I wish they could flex that Niners Dolphins yeah, game to a Sunday night game. I mean, that's one of the best matchups all season. No doubt. Top-tier defense, top-tier offense. Mike McDaniel reunion, as you stated, between breaks. That's uh, got all the trimmings. Jags 28, Ravens 27. This one came down to the wire. Doug Peterson loves going for two at the end of games, and that's exactly what he did in this one. Tried to seal the win rather than kicking it to overtime. I love the call, and Trevor Lawrence deserved to have that ball in his hands after the way that he orchestrated that final drive. Ten plays, 75 yards. He sliced and diced that Baltimore Ravens defense at the end of this game. The Ravens are still really good. They're 7-4. and four. They're not perfect, but... I think that this game says more about the emergence of Trevor Lawrence than anything else. I mean, it's uh, a theme with the Ravens that if it's a close game late, you expect them to lose it. That's kind of what I've figured with them. It was funny that it did come down to Tucker, a 67-yard field goal, and the look on Harbaugh's face, too, was like he expected him to make it because it is Justin Tucker. Yeah, well, he almost made it. He almost he was I mean, dead it was, on. It was a little short. Yeah, he was disappointed in himself. It might have been good from, like, 62 or 63. Uh, anytime he's trotting out there, you got to hold your breath. And it was amazing that they kicked it. To, I think it was Patrick Ricard or an up back, and they made it. Yeah, they made it a little too close for my liking. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence gets it done. Big time comeback, made big throws. The Joneses at receiver, Zay and Marvin Jones, big time plays. Yeah, Zay Jones looked really good yesterday. Bengals 20, Titans 16. The bubble has finally burst on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I just think the Bengals are better. I mean, I, I fade the Titans all the time. I don't give them the respect that they deserve, and I can I can openly and honestly admit that. But I think Cincinnati has really found their stride. Yeah. They take on the Chiefs next Sunday. They get Jamar Chase back. The Bengals feel like that sort of team that is getting hot at the right time. I would not want to play Cincinnati right now. Getting hot at the right time. Joe Burrow owns the Titans. The Titans also... It's it, nothing is real desperate right now. I mean, maybe the Jags can have a desperation uh, try at catching them in the division, but it's like they're kind of just tuning up right now. But that's a game that you want to win to avenge the loss in the postseason last year. The Jets take down the Bears thirty-one to ten. No surprise, the Jets got a win here. I think if anything was surprising, it was that Mike White looked like uh, Dan Marino. 22 of 28, 315 yards and three touchdowns. I figured he'd be better than Zach Wilson. Oh, definitely. I didn't think he'd be that much better well, than Zach Wilson. Their team is just completely different with a even average quarterback. Yeah, he's a, he's a thrower of the football. He can get playmakers the ball. However, the Bears are the Bears without Justin Fields, too. But even more so, their two normal cornerbacks were gone. So you, you get a Bears team without Justin Fields, without their... Two corners who've been pretty solid this year in terms of just being around the football. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was uh, Garrett Wilson breakout performance. That was oh, good. Two touchdowns. Goodness. Needed it in my flex. Finally, but traded we'll for him in a keeper league, and I traded away. I can't even admit what I traded away because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Mike White, such a stupid trade. But 
I just need Garrett Wilson to break out so that it's not the worst trade I've ever made in fantasy. I sent away Chris Olave and Travis Etienne. I hate myself. Don't worry. Well, uh, but I I believe in Garrett Wilson. I believed in him that much. And I think it was Zach Wilson that was holding him back. It, that's a big part of it. Mike White gives him a chance to erupt. We'll see what Mike White's able to do against the Vikings. Could be a shootout game. I mean, if there's anything we know about Mike White so far, it's dream game followed by really come-back-to-earth performance. So we'll have to monitor that. I actually think he's going to put up numbers again. I just don't know if the Jets are going to be able to keep up with uh, Justin Jefferson's team. The Commanders 19, the Falcons 13. That one came down to the wire. Kendall Fuller seals it with an interception at the very end. That game could have gone either way. I mean, Mariota completes that pass for a touchdown, and the Falcons win the game. Instead, it goes the way of the Commanders, so here we are. I mean, Commanders play a lot of tight games, finding ways to win it. Suddenly, they find themselves in that final playoff spot. They got the Giants, a bye, and the Giants. We're going to learn a lot more about Washington Mm. and the Giants these coming weeks, and you know that's near and dear to my heart. Very interesting old two-game series over three weeks. The Panthers. How about uh, Brian Robinson's big hat? What? what? Did you see the big hat? I didn't didn't... see the big hat. Oh my god! You got to find it on Twitter. Oh, okay. His his buddy owns a big hat company, and he was wearing a big Washington command. Oh, I've seen the big hat. Yeah, the Magic shared one of those, and I've seen that on Shark Tank before. Yeah, I wish I thought of the big hat. (laughs) Eighteen. I remember seeing that on Shark Tank. I'm like, that's so stupid. It Who would buy dumb. that? And people love it. It's 18, just different. 18 carries, 105 yards for Brian Robinson. Good stuff good from him. him. Panthers 23, Broncos 10. How about the, wow. Sam I mean, Darnold. Yeah. The Broncos are I mean, good, good for the Panthers and everything. We have made a, a heinous error, not just blindly fading the Broncos every single week this season. They are so bad on offense. Russell Wilson. He's getting yelled at by his He teammates. might get kicked out of Denver. I don't think there's a single Bronco fan that wants to see him quarterback this team ever again. The <laughs> locker room hates him. This is going to be one of the most fascinating situations to watch because there's no way it ends well, and they have spent so much money on him that they can't just simply ask him to go away without it costing way too much money for a player that's not playing football for you. It's a very messy situation in Denver. You remember me. I was kind of on the Russell Wilson in his fading wave, but I did not think he was going to plummet like completely to the bottom. Way overpaid. They mortgage all these picks. Nate Hackett's a terrible coach. It's I can't believe. And that defense is like pretty good. That's that's really the disappointment and all that for Denver. That's crazy because the the trade was bad enough, but to extend him made it that much worse. Yeah, yeah it's, Aaron Rodgers might have been able to thrive with that wide receiving cord and Hackett that. That probably should have happened, although Rodgers is pretty sketchy this year, too. Yeah, he's got all kind of injuries as well, and we'll get to that. Yeah. 25-24, the, the Chargers beat the Cardinals. Classic. Um, yeah. Classic <laughs> I mean, Chargers, classic Cardinals. <laughs> I mean, he just knew this one was going to come yeah. down to the wire. Two-point conversion goes the way of the Chargers. Man, we, we'd be ripping Brandon Staley if that didn't work out. Well, I, I mean, just they had we the, like doing that. They had the momentum. You got Herbert. Your team kind of, you know, that's, that's what it rallies around, Herbert making plays and they just scored so i i felt no. like it was the time it's the right it, that's the right move to do that always end the game don't go to overtime if you have the opportunity put it in your quarterback's hands or your running back's hands and try and win the game and they did that raiders 40 seahawks 34 this game was all about josh jacobs he was unstoppable 229 yards on the ground and that wasn't all the damage he did i think he had like 70 yards yeah. receiving too so an electric performance from Jacobs, who's going to get himself a nice little bag. Amazing. you got to give the Raiders a lot of credit for their season 
pretty much being dead. The coach is pretty weird. They ran a toss on a fourth and one that went nowhere. I, I don't know. They're overcoming sketch coaching. They have talent, but they still play hard. Max Crosby is the man. He doesn't get talked oh my about God. enough. He's always raising hell. So I didn't watch this game, but I was watching it on the box score, yeah. the uh, the, you know, the live summary that that's right there on ESPN.com as I was at the arena last night, and I felt like Max Crosby's oh. name popped up way too many times for somebody who, of course, you know what side I was on in that game because the Seahawks are my adopted team. Right. I might have to hit pause on my relationship with Geno Smith. Every game, no matter what's going on with the Raiders, you can count on Max Crosby to have the motor up and running. I was rooting hard for the Raiders because I'm trying to will my Giants <laughs> into a playoff spot, and it's between them, Washington, and Seattle. Chiefs 26, Rams 10. I mean, the Chiefs just kind of knew they were going to win the game and just went about their business and, and got it done. Yeah, we were talking about it in the during break is how the Chiefs just kind of do just enough against teams like the Rams quarterback by Bryce Perkins. They don't waste their entire bag of plays. They only go to Kelsey so much. I'm sure uh, going against the Bengals, they'll empty the tank. The 49ers shut out the Saints 13-0. I think this is now... I saw a stat during the Sunday night football pregame show that was like they've gone the last four games without giving up any points in the second half. Oh, my God. So they, their defense has been lights out. Nick Bosa is playing on an absolute other level. The problem for San Francisco is that they can't put up 13 points and win next week against Miami because Miami will score against this defense. They will at least score. They will be tested, but we'll get to see Debo, CMC, IU. They do have a really nice complement of guys. It does look like Elijah Mitchell got hurt, which yeah. – Kind of a little bit more important than I think people would realize on first glance. Kittle, I forgot the name. Yeah, Niners are rounding into form. I got their defensive fantasy. I'm excited about it. It does seem like the 49ers are kind of saving Christian yeah. McCaffrey for the playoffs. They're not, they've been actually rushing Elijah Mitchell more into the line than CMC. It's yes. an interesting approach. 40-33, last game on the slate here. The Eagles take down the Packers, and the Eagles look like they're right back into the form they were before. They had, they kind of hit the skids there, struggled against Indianapolis. They lost to Washington, but I thought Jordan Love looked really good at the end of that game. I'm interested to see what he looks like. I doubt Aaron Rodgers plays next yeah, week. Yeah, Jordan Love looked like he meant business. The wide receiver, the team kind of looked like they had a little spark around them. I mean, it's been a frustrating year for Rodgers. He's banged up. Packers aren't going anywhere. I think it's uh, it's got to be you can get as good a look as you can with Jordan Love and Christian Watson. That's kind of my guy. I thought the Packers played fairly well, but the Eagles on their best behavior. They still have trouble defending the run at times, but uh, yeah, I mean, they big time talent. Hurts 140 on the ground, ridiculous. Not very often do I say an offensive line is fun to watch. The Eagles' oh. offensive line is actually fun to watch. They're so good. Big maulers, and you saw Lane Johnson be able to take that chop block and bounce back from it. The defensive oh, chop block they got underneath him. He bounced. He hasn't given up a sack in two years. Collinsworth said last night. Amazing. Insane. One take per game right there. Love doing it. Magic Hawks tickets. I got those up for grabs right now. Got a trivia question for you, too. With Dennis Scott headed to the Magic Hall of Fame, call in now, 